0: You are listening to AnswerCast.
1: Hello and welcome to AnswerCast, a series of insightful conversations with leaders who are shaping the new world with their expertise and passion for technology, innovation, customer experience, global business models, marketing, strategy, and much more.
0: Hi, this is Smita Henege, Head of Marketing, Answer. Thank you, Anand, Vice President, Finance, Target in India, for coming to our current episode of AnswerCast, where one can get all their answers. Anand, can you briefly introduce yourself and Target in India, please?
1: Thank you, Smita, for inviting me to participate in AnswerCast. Hello to all the listeners. I'm Anand Venkateshwaran, Vice President, Finance, at Target in India. I've been a Target for now over 11 years and have responsibility for headquarter finance operations, retail services, store operations, FP&A, and the Target in India CFO and controllership teams. Proud to Target, i work worked in the banking and financial services with experience in corporate banking, business strategy and transformation, and controllership. About Target in India, we are an extension of Target headquarters in Minnesota. Target, as many of you know, is a Minneapolis-based only channel discount retailer with more than $90 billion in annual revenue serving guests at over 1,800 stores across the United States with a strong digital presence. Target in India operates one of the most advanced global capability centers, and we take pride in saying that. We employ more than 3,500 team members across areas such as technology, marketing, human resources, finance, merchandising, supply chain, and data sciences. Truly, we are a microcosm of headquarters. The Target in India team works on some of our most important priorities, things like story modeling, affordability, enabling digital business, computer-generated imagery, and much more. Target in India also leads our efforts around artificial intelligence, machine learning, in-house engineering, and data science strategies. Nearly every aspect of Target's business is represented in Bangalore, and a strong connection to headquarters really means ideas and results flow seamlessly across the globe.
0: Thanks Anand for that wonderful introduction. That's different sets of experience that you have right through banking, finance, and then retail. Moving on, in today's episode of AnswerCast, Anand and I are going to be talking about how global roles and responsibilities are not restricted only to headquarters, but actually is in the realm of GCCs. So let's get started right away. In the next normal, every organization is required to quickly transform themselves into becoming a digital business in disguise of their core businesses. You could be a retailer, you could be a travel company, you could be a manufacturer, but most organizations are now becoming a technology organization with technology at core of everything that they do. One of the most important considerations will be on how companies will look at their digital completeness to stay relevant, Competitive and even to survive this new normal. This also means that companies will be required to reimagine their business models and reinvent their digital strategies. This transformation requires more than technology, people, and processes, which traditionally have governed most organizations. The challenge comes with profound organizational change management that requires creative and unfailing transformation technologies. As companies look to align to these, New business paradigms, global capability centers will have to alter their strategies as well. About two decades back when GCCs were being set up, they were looked upon as back office or outposts of global enterprises. This has drastically transformed over many years. In the pre-pandemic era, GCCs continued to evolve and mature, often organically to deliver on a value proposition that included a combination of cost, capability, and capacity arbitrage. Well-operated and integrated GCCs were consistently delivering on superior cost, productivity, talent metrics, as well as being mirrors of their headquarters. In line with this transformation, let's move to our first question. Anand, you know, you and I have been looking at the GCC industry over many years, and we've seen that it's evolved over years. We see global leaders with business accountability based in India. What are your observations, especially being part of Target over the last 11 years?
1: That's a great question, uh, Smitha. And uh, some of the context that you really laid out, I think there is that answer to this question, but I'm going to add to what you shared. The GCC journey in the last decade has witnessed significant growth in size, scale, complexity, and impact. This has resulted, on the one hand, GCC's building and deepening capabilities that are core to the business. And on the other hand, the intentional focus on in investments on leadership development over the last many years, as well really as created a talent pool who bring the ability to manage a multi-generational, diverse and global workforce. Deep domain and technical expertise in leading a digitally led business models. Ability to understand macro and organizational nuances in driving high impact business decisions. In many ways, all of this demonstrates enterprise leadership. These results have The GCC is taking end-to-end ownership and accountability for global business capabilities. Bangalore is a hub for talent and leadership. They understand global markets, have high technical expertise. GCCs are seeing the importance of driving enterprise-level leadership. And we've seen a lot of success at Target. We've adopted an organizational structure that places no geographical boundaries in selecting leadership. Our leaders are selected based on their ability to deliver to the business and manage global teams. Our culture is our guidepost that creates seamless integration across global locations and offers a consistent experience for our team members. At Target in India, we have several leaders leading teams with a presence both in India and the U.S. in areas such as technology, engineering, product, and data sciences. To share with you some examples, in the digital and commerce, the leader owns not only the capability but also the day-to-day management of the e-commerce platform our data engineering leader leads a team of over 400 team members from india and us the entire capability on product integration is in bangalore with team members from both product and technology coming together to make key implementation for our stores and headquarters this level of empowerment means target india leaders and team members are able to respond quickly to business needs innovate and build new capabilities that drives value creation.
0: Thanks Anand. I think um, you know it's kind of confirming a lot of what we're getting to see in the markets today especially with GCCs becoming extension to HQ, right? And you've looked at Target and Target in India has predominantly been one of the front runners in actually creating that extension. So what are the benefits that you think that the parent or the HQ enjoys by having such a well-knit or a well-mirrored model where, you know, business accountability can sit across, be it at HQ or in India? And, you know, what has been some of the impact that you've been able to generate back to HQ?
1: I love this question. I get very passionate about this. Let me rewind. I joined Target in 2010. And that's when I heard this notion of second headquarters and extended headquarters for the first time. GCCs then were always positioned as a shared services, or a back-end operations. But I found Target very different. From day one at Target, we've always maintained the Bangalore Center as our second headquarters. The last couple of years I've seen and heard several new GCCs and established GCCs starting to view the India Center as extension of headquarters. This is important for the GCCs in their own evolution and journey to have the parent company recognize that India Center truly has a strategic advantage that creates value and deeply entrenched in driving enterprise priorities. At Target, we have been benefited in many ways and I would call out the top three areas where we've seen a huge value. First, we see more innovation and better outcomes. A strong practice of collaboration and partnerships promotes seamless coordination across geographies. Our team members believe in co-creation and co-elevation. This has really helped drive innovative problem solving and that has led to better outcomes for the business. For example, the Brand designs Labs at Target in India is an in-house creative agency for own brands. And this team has India and US team members who work seamlessly across geographies to bring to life the look and feel of Target's favorite own brands. Our properties team have worked with US partners to remodel Target stores from thousands of miles away. The second, which is big, I would say, the culture feels real for our team members, no matter which part of the geography they may be working from. During the COVID second wave in India, many of our team members were affected or had to take care of their family members. Our US team members were flexible and supportive during this time, taking on responsibilities to help India team members. Similarly, our India team members stepped up when Minneapolis was undergoing civil unrest in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd and the deceptions already existing because of COVID. In both these instances, there was no loss of business continuity, and this culture of care ensured that we see our best quarters in terms of company growth. The third benefit is the power of co-location. As I shared earlier, Target in India is a microcosm of headquarters, with every business having a presence. A well-represented team across business functions has helped us leverage the power of co-location. At Target in India, we get to see how our business operations, product engineering and data sciences teams come together in finding opportunities to build and implement end-to-end business solutions. And these are complex retail problems that they are solving for. You see the power of co-location comes alive each time when we build key technology products of business process solutions that are in service of our guests and store team members. The strong presence of technology, data science and product teams at the Target India office helps build valuable products such as the Enterprise Checkout, a tool that offers guests a common checkout experience irrespective of the channel, be it the stores, online, or the app.
0: Thanks, Anand. I think um, there are a lot of key things the other GCCs can actually take from here and actually build on. The next question is, is broadly in line with what you just mentioned as these are benefits that the headquarters or the parent has obtained. But I'll be more keen to understand, has there been three or four key best practices that you've implemented to actually make this model successful?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, would, I would first start by saying we learned the hard way. We had our own moments of discovery, experimentation, adapting to change, immersive learning and scaling. The one thing that made the difference is a deep connection with our headquarter, leadership and team members in this entire journey. I'll pick up the top three best practices that really make this model successful. First, ensuring cultures and policies are reflected across geographies. We've developed a culture framework, which is all about care, grow, and win together, which is reflected in both US and India locations in equal measure. Our workspaces, policies, and benefits are also similar across locations. Second, promoting enterprise-level leadership in global KPD centers. We've invested in building and developing strong leadership talent out of India. We've adopted an organization structure that places no geographical boundaries in selecting leadership. Leaders are selected based on their ability to deliver to the business and manage teams. And third, it's important that building a foundation for collaboration and partnership with headquarters. Target has invested significantly in helping team members collaborate and partner effectively. Team members have been empowered to understand the U.S. guests through training programs, collaborative innovation programs such as the team member incubator or the demo days, regular interactions with U.S. team members. Before the pandemic, we also invested significantly in team members traveling to the U.S. to facilitate better collaboration and get a better understanding of the target guests and business.
0: Thanks, Anand. Brings me to the last question for today's podcast. It's quite interesting to hear your views and perspectives. If there were, you know, maybe two or three key takeaways that you would like to offer to our listeners as being a leader in this space, you know, what is it that you can offer as advice to um, organizations that are looking to set up your GCCs? How do you go about so that, you know, they don't make the same mistakes that you did? Uh, They're able to follow and, you know, look at a lot of the best practices that you've been able to bring on board, being a leader in this space. So curious to know if, you know, there is a couple of key takeaways that you can talk through being an early adopter of this model and being extremely successful at it.
1: Sure. I would say start by building a strong culture and the rest will fall in place. Some things that have worked well for us, I talked about culture, culture and experience. Our values of inclusivity, connection, and drive are at the center of our culture and team member experience. A culture is one where we make people the priority. Everyone belongs here. Every team member impacts our business and can pursue their career goals. Second, diversity, equity, and inclusion. DNI are part of our core values, shapes our culture, and drives our business. Building an environment where everyone is included and heard is equally important. We have built programs and policies to ensure that our talent is diverse and inclusive across all levels. Third, learning and development. We offer our team members opportunities to learn and grow in their careers. This helps them to stay up to date in the industry and bring their best selves to work. Culture of collaboration and innovation. As I mentioned earlier, building a culture of collaboration and innovation is equally important. Various platforms and forums where team members can connect across geographies, and interact. And last, invest in building your employment practice.
0: Thanks, Anand. Target in India truly mirrors its headquarters. It's amazing how culture, enterprise-level leadership, and looking to build a foundation of collaboration and partnership have also been you know, equally mirrored between their HQ and Target in India. Further, as, the, as companies have transformed from centralized manifestations to global distributed teams, Target in India has been able to effectively demonstrate the power of GCC-enabled workforce transformation with uninterrupted availability, unfailing business continuity, and in many cases, with significant impact to productivity and business outcomes, all based on a foundation of partnership and collaboration that they've hemmed into every aspect that they look to do, either be it from headquarters or from India. Thank you, Anand for being on today's episode of AnswerCast. It was a pleasure to host you.
1: Thank you, Smita. The pleasure was mine as well. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Please join us again for an exciting conversation with yet another leader answering the unanswered questions. Follow us on our social channels for the latest updates.